Hello again, Richard Rose speaking. Welcome to another blog podcast. The song you've just heard is Running Wild, as rendered by the Great Duke Ellington Band on a 1930 recording. It's the theme song of my podcast, Running Wild with Richard. As an award-winning author, I've let my imagination run wild to create the plots of my short stories, novels, and screenplays. Hey, and if you've got some goal that you want to achieve, give it a try. I'll bet it helps you get the job done. This blog podcast is the second in the high school hijinks category. Perhaps you remember the first one. I call this one Movie Mischief Mania. <laughs> it deals with the various forms of mischief perpetrated in movie theaters by myself, my brother Charlie, and some of our friends during the late 1940s when we attended Kokomo High School. With television in its infancy at the time and TV sets uh, really expensive luxury, the source of entertainment in small towns like Kokomo continued to be via the radio and motion pictures. There were seven movie theaters in Kokomo. Two were what we call uh, first-run theaters that showed movies when they were just released. These were A-movies, meaning big-budget flicks with major Hollywood stars. Two others were second-run theaters, and three showed only low-budget B-westerns. More often than not, uh, the theaters offered double features, and between flicks there was a newsreel, cartoon, and perhaps a three-stooge comedy and a travelogue. Hey, for only 50 cents, <laughs> we really got our money's worth. I might add that I was addicted to movies ever since I was old enough for my mother to take me to afternoon matinees. It was about the time that I was passing through puberty into high school when the aforementioned mischief began. This occurred during turgid melodramas, overripe romantic pictures, and boring travelogues that we had to endure as part of a double feature. The use of a slingshot presented one form of mischief, or rather a mini-slingshot, which we created by simply placing a rubber band between the second and third fingers. As a missile, we used a small, bent piece of a popcorn box. So a group of us would assemble in the theater and simultaneously unleash a barrage of missiles. <laughs> they could be seen in the, in the projector beam during their flight to where they peppered the screen like a swarm of unwelcome insects. On other occasions, water guns were employed. Although they were small enough to conceal in our pants pockets, they... They often leaked down our legs. <laughs> this necessitated a trip to the restroom to dry off and refill the gun. Fully loaded, it uh, provided three squirts with a decent range. We always used water guns in the balconies of one of the two theaters that had them. As with the slingshot missiles, uh, the streams of water could be seen in the projector beam as, 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 it, <laughs> as it arched and then descended, followed by cries of outrage and curses from dampened recipients below. <laughs> Subduing our mirth was difficult, but necessary to prevent detection. Now, there were occasions when crickets were the culprits, not, not real crickets, but small tin devices that, when clicked, sounded like a cricket. For this prank, a number of high school kids were recruited and scattered throughout the audience. Then, with a given cricket signal by one of us, we would all begin non-stop chirping. <laughs> Some people actually believed that a convention of crickets had invaded the theater <laughs> and complained to the bewildered managers. 
I'll conclude my mischief memories with one that was perhaps our favorite. This required the use of what we called a bracker. The bracker was similar to what duck hunters blow through to attract their quarry, but instead of quack quacks, <laughs> the bracker made a sound that would not only send ducks into hasty flight, but <laughs> be construed as a loud passage of wind. <laughs> This was reserved for romantic scenes when the lovers embraced for the inevitable kiss. At this precise moment, the bracker, or a chorus thereof, sounded, and with a resonance that filled the theater. But rather than touching off angry boos and hisses, it brought down the house with convulsive laughter. I hope this podcast gave you a chuckle or two as well, and that you'll Continue to check out my blogs and podcasts on my website, richardroseauthor.com. All for now, have a great day, and remember to let your imagination run wild! <laughs>